I think what we should talk about is podcast dynamics. Yeah, definitely. And why, what, like, what, what's happening and why, why we're changing things. Totally. Like. If people would be interested to, to see yeah. a different, and it's, I it's, think it's, particularly it's, to it's, talk about like how a podcast is actually quite hard. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Okay. Cool. Great. Okay. okay. So, we're hello start everybody. In, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to start in three, two, two one. one. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hi everybody! Hey everyone! Hey. We're back. We're in our flop era, and flop. yeah, that's an, it's an internet term. It basically means like when um when you've like got broke or like when you're in like a shit era. It's like what you describe like musicians as being in their flop era when they have a really bad album. Oh. This, this looks like we're in our flop era because <laughs> we're in a fucking shreddy I like setup. That. I do feel like I'm in a flop era. I feel like I'm in my flop era for sure, but in a gracious way, in a graceful way as well. Uh, I I yeah um. Yeah, it's weird. I, I definitely feel like I'm in that. I don't feel like I'm in my um, peak on any level right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's nice to own that, isn't it, Jesse? There's something quite nice about about saying I don't feel my best. <laughs> that, yeah, not and not really worrying about that too much. Yeah. yeah so why don't you feel at like your best? I don't feel at like my best because I ate um, a lot of white chocolate covered Oreos last night. A lot. <laughs> a lot. I bought them for cake decorating purposes. Um, Donnie's seventh, Donnie's birthday, seventh cake. birthday cake, which was a Beyblade cake, let it rip. And um, <laughs> I uh, didn't end up using the white chocolate covered Oreos, which I was gonna fashion into little mini Beyblades. Instead, I had a stroke of genius, make a giant Beyblade on the top out of shortbread. So the white chocolate covered Oreos came home with me in my bag and we had a little party together last night. So I don't feel hot this morning. I feel sore, my face is a little sore from all the preservatives that clearly have been keeping those Oreos in the box for probably about 10 years. So, mm. yeah. But they're it? new. They can't have been in there 10 years. They're a new type of Oreo. Yeah, but you know when you taste something, you're like, oh, this has been around for a while. Mm. You're like, yeah, okay, cool. Get in me. Let's mm. start the life cycle over again. <laughs> I still feel like that. I mean, I've had two pizzas this week. And I, I never, ever eat pizza. So mm. well, I don't feel my best. Yeah. Had too many carbs. And I, I'm not, not to brag, but I never look uh, particularly, well, some people might disagree because they're horrible, but I never look too tired mm. or um, hungover. You always I, look, yeah, refreshed. Fresh Spritzed. as a daisy. Mm. Uh, but I've started to look slightly uh, hungover and puffy lately. So it does catch up with you, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Well, here we are. Here we are. So we should explain. <laughs> <laughs> We've tried different settings on the camera and try different ways of working. We're not in our usual podcast space. Mm-hmm, because we don't have that anymore. Because we couldn't afford the rent. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we're at home, and this is actually, I should say, Alfie's podcast space. And we've tried to disguise it by putting these um, banners in front of the books. Because I don't want, Al- Alfie is gonna start a podcast, I believe in him. He is gonna start a podcast, he a, is. Br- a brilliant one. He is. And um, this is his podcast space and his equipment. And um, we don't want to get cooties everywhere. Y- yeah, exactly. And also, I I don't remember what I was going to say. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't have said the cooties. No, comment. that's fine. Um, so we attempted to do um, our last podcast in the studio space that we had before, um, where it all started. We tried to do that last week, but unfortunately, we talked about nine eleven too much. Yeah, <laughs> we we got into a weird into a weird vibe. We were talking about 9-11 a lot. We should always do a practice podcast. Yeah. We haven't done one in a little while because Jessie's been away working um, and I've been not working, but doing things. (laughs) You've been writing. No, I've been um, 
I've been writing and doing a bit of comedy and also went on the bit way. Bit of comedy. Bit of comedy. Bit of stand up. BB comedy. got annoyed in the podcast because I said she had a stand up gig and she got a bit proud. And um, I. Excuse as, no, no, wait. This is me, my interpretation. Bitch. This is my interpretation of the our downfall. I got. I. Because I. I this isn't my natural forum. I'm not a public speaker, okay? I'm not also a natural performer, I would, I would say. And I panic when I'm doing this kind of thing. And I go on to uh, survival mode. Mm-hmm. So my instinct is to think really hard about anything I can say that's kind of remotely interesting and get it said as quickly as possible and then move on. I don't think about other people in that situation because I'm thinking about myself and how funny I'm being or how interesting I'm being. So, and also because I've done a lot of comedy and stuff you know, in the public eye, um, I have got quite used to fending for myself and just saying what I need to. And so I don't really think about you that much. I think oh, how interesting am I being? I don't ask you that many questions and you get very upset and you're always saying, you didn't ask me any questions. <laughs> well, I just, I just felt like, cause it was our first one back in a while and we got to the end of like the 45 minute mark and we hadn't really, um, I don't know, we, we probably just, we, we both just needed a bit of time to readjust to the, the podcasty, um, the the mindset right and um i i i guess i i wanted to maybe talk a little bit about like my writing rather than the idea that i was doing a stand-up gig for the first time that night because i was too embarrassed to just come out and say oh i'm doing a stand-up gig tonight if we were going to talk about it i wanted to like phase into it like oh i've been doing some writing and then then Mm. and then i could and then i could say oh i'm doing a stand-up gig tonight but because you said it and took it out of my control and i hadn't really spoken a lot about what i was up to otherwise i thought it just sounded so lame just jesse dropping in like so you're doing a stand-up gig tonight so i i I got like freaked out by that and then we got into a little <laughs> fight, didn't we? Um, I think for Patreon, we should release the ec- the ending of oh that. Oh my God, we, have the- <laughs> we recorded the whole thing. Up. It looks, it's great quality. It's the, it's, the, it's the venue that you love, that you know. Um, and it's me and Jesse. You can decide who's fact, right. You can decide who caused the fight because in my opinion, it was not me. And in Jesse's opinion, it was not her. So maybe Patreon, your task can be to decide who actually started last week's fight. You're younger. It was her. People go on your side, okay? Because you're all bitches out there. <laughs> <laughs> people always take your fucking side. But you'll see, the evidence is there. You'll see that I was very lighthearted about the situation. I was, I was jovial. I was laughing. I let you be. You can count on your fingers how many times Jesse asks a question. <laughs> no, asking question isn't the point. I don't ask him my question because I don't like that strategic, like, mm-hmm. oh, that you had a good time in Serbia. Can I just say like, something? Can I just say yeah. something? Look, we both, we both actually have, we both have legs to stand on in this argument. Like, I definitely I had two legs to stand on. Yeah, I, I reacted badly to this thing at the end. Um, oh, the light keeps changing. The light keeps changing. This is all. <laughs> But when we basically got into, we always have phase one of a fight in person. We then have phase two of a fight over texts, right? Oh. So after Jesse had stormed out, um, and we, uh, I, I went back home to see uh, the episode and like uh, figure it out. And I told her, oh, Jesse, I wish you'd ask me more questions about my. You, you did say in the heat of the moment. Um, <laughs> I don't care about your trip. No one does. <laughs> I don't care about your holiday. No one does. <laughs> and I guess that was a good point. Maybe it would have been really boring to talk about my holiday. It's just, um, yeah, I, it, I was wrong. I was in the wrong. You were in the wrong too by being a bit needy and not thinking, oh, if I want to say something, I'll just say it. Sure. You don't sure. need me as a get in. No, 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 absolutely. Um, 
we basically I think what this what last week has taught us um and I think which is emphasized by our very <laughs> humble background is that the podcast changes as we change right and we've been doing this we started it as a lockdown project we had a studio that we were renting for Jesse's writing and, and stuff like that but it's now got to a point in our lives where we're in different positions we live in a different place we're working on different things and we still want to continue the podcast of course but it, it's going to evolve and change as our needs change and everything like that so definitely and I think there's something quite liberating about like the I, I'm so committed to doing this because I think it's really good for our relationship mm -hmm. and I think it's healthy for people to see sisters out there who are working together and, and not necessarily always getting on and having you know the best time and just being and, and, and people are so nice to us about the podcast people have been so supportive I really want to continue it me too um, even though you're a fucking bitch. Um, but at the same time, it's, it, it will change and it will evolve. And so for the next few episodes, we're just going to be trying it in this kind of like little environment. Mm -hmm. And, it, and it, won't, it won't remain like this. I think we will go back to finding a more professional um, situation. But for now... You know, we don't have any beggars any help. can't be choosers. We have me, Jesse, and Horatio and occasionally Alfie. But basically that's it. And it's like a lot of pressure when you know that people expect you to be doing something every week, mm. which is not only um, like a, a time commitment, but also it's like emotionally draining too, because we're, we're putting our personal lives and stuff uh, on the line. Um, the other thing it's, is, I it's think a lot. It's, a, it, it's, it's so much uh, more kind of difficult to keep up with it than, than you would expect. So, And also we do have different jobs and yeah. children, and it's not as simple as having podcast which we're getting paid for mm -hmm. what you have sponsorship you have people kind of like helping you with it so that so please have some uh, people who have you know been like why didn't you do some patreon content this month i'm sorry mm -hmm. but we'll try extra hard this month yeah we it, it's gonna be it's gonna be good it's gonna be really good i'm it's going back to serbia really i'm gonna i'm gonna do some diary entries <laughs> some retro diary entries in serbia i'll do um i'll do some more crazy cake cake making mm. videos I didn't film the Beyblade one because that one was I needed to focus that was Donnie's birthday cake yeah. we weren't going to fuck up that one but we got yeah. a big party at the end of the month for uh, Donnie and Ten's birthdays so you're going to do a big cake video mm -hmm. for that mm -hmm. I'm excited Teletubby Teletubby cake Teletubby and well, I don't know what Donnie's going to you can't have Beyblade again or no. you can maybe perfect the Beyblade one perfect it you could perfect it mm. not that it needed perfecting <laughs> I'm joking, no, it really did, it really, really did. Just the colour of the icing could have been a bit more bright. Appealing, maybe. Mm, maybe yeah. appealing is the word. Orange, I just knew he liked orange. Yeah, he does have orange. Mm -hmm. I tried yeah. to do Hot Wheels flames on the side, but I didn't have enough time. No, yeah, yeah. it was it was very delicious. Mm. And I'm sorry that it did, uh, was a catalyst for your bin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't normally eat the cakes that I make, but yesterday I was like, do you know what, do you know what? Here we go. Yeah. Here we go, lads. Sunday. Then I blacked out. I don't remember the rest of the evening. I just woke up next to an empty box of Chinese food. Aww. Mm -hmm. So here we, here we are. Yeah. Monday. I love those magic Mondays. I thought it was Mondays. really funny when you said earlier, um, you don't understand people who've never binged. Yeah. I think the idea of meeting a person who's always been able to look at a pack of chocolate digestives or hobnobs or something like that and be like, yeah, just one will do me. And not even have a second thought about it. You know, that's not somebody that I can relate to. I could potentially get along with them. You never know. But this idea that you can just act, like that there's enough at some point enough. There's never enough for me. I mm. always want more. Always. I just I always I'd be on that knife edge, potentially going to ruin my day. Yeah. All you or know? nothing. All or nothing. Keep it fresh. Keep it exciting, kids. 
Jesse, you're fasting today. Yeah. Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> I just meant I'm not going to eat until I'm hungry again because I'm not going to be hung- hungry for a thousand years because I ate so much I yesterday. I just, it's, it's such a 20s thing to do. Like, I, I just remember, I remember doing that. So, and waking up and feeling like hurt. Yeah. Um, it's when your face hurts. It's when mm. your face hurts from how much sugar you ate. That's when you know, oh, I'm not doing so good at the moment. I had but to I stop am. when Donnie was born because I remember thinking, I can't, I, you can't just sleep it off because mm-hmm. the baby wakes up. So yeah, that just had to go, had to go. So how are you, Jessie? Oh, she's holding my hand. She's holding my hand. <laughs> um, I'm fine, thank you for asking. CBB is very good at asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm quite distracted by the light change because mm. this room is very, it's got lots of windows, mm. which is great. But it doesn't make life that easy when you want to sleep and stuff like that. Alfie wears a big sleep mask up here. Obviously, we don't sleep together because <laughs> uh, I sleep in the dormitory. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm fine. I want to get my life in order. This is my. This is my. This is what are your. Let's talk about goals for the week. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Okay. And I think what would be fun. You know, when we did our first episode of the podcast, we made mm. a podcast manifesto like certain rules. Why don't we oh, make yeah. a new podcast manifesto for this new second phase of the podcast? Good idea, BB. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So, so let's go one on, one off. Yeah. Now I'll tell, I'll say one thing that I want to do this week and then you say one thing you want to do this week. Okay. okay. So one thing I want to do this week is finally get curtains mm-hmm. for the kids' bedroom slash Great. my bedroom. Great. Because we got these dodgy old curtains that came with the flat before and they're held up by safety pins. And it's just something that I have this kind of mental aversion to any kind of admin and having to measure a room and then look on like, the internet for the right size curtain poles and the right size curtain thingies that you need it's beyond me mm-hmm. i don't know how people can do something like that and just be like yeah just measure them just do it just order them it's just beyond me so i that is something i'm gonna do this week okay that's what a really good do? one okay i'm doing another few uh open mic gigs Ooh! and i want to be able to get through the material that i wrote without having to um uh apologize and be like i need to look at my notes um because it's crazy because when you're up there you even if you know something so well it's so much harder than i thought it was going to be um to just uh to to remember your place you know even if you've got writing in your hand and stuff like that it's so easy to freeze anyone that does stand up who's listening or watching would obviously know what i'm talking about i'm a baby but that's amazing but, that you had the guts to look at your notebook on your yeah, first gig i yeah. would not have been able to i would have just kind of winged it that's just so good that you did that. Um, I felt like I had to because I, I really like the material that I've written. So it just it's a shame if you don't actually get the chance to, sh- to show it. Um, and basically, my goal is just to freeze for like five seconds less every time that I do it. Um, good goal. So, yeah. Very good. Um, what about you? Another one? Another um, one for this week? Another hot, so hot goal? I have started, because I'm not feeling very happy mm-hmm. at the moment. Uh <laughs> Sorry to bring the vibe down. Um, yeah, I think it's just hormonal stuff. I don't think I am actually uh, depressed. depressed. Yeah. yeah, I think it's just a chemical imbalance thing, mm. which is depression. <laughs> but um, it's not a severe thing. It's just a mood, low mood, very irritable, low mood. And I think it's largely down to lack of sleep mm-hmm. because of the baby being a naughty sleeper. Really bad, like a really bad sleeper. Um, so another thing that I really want to do this week is, oh God, I don't know, it's such a controversial topic, but I think I'm going to actually for the first time 
employ a like get some lessons i don't know what it's called i think it's sleep training no i think i'm gonna because it's all over zoom and stuff now but i think i'm actually gonna pay for some actual advice oh wow jesse i had no idea that sounds fascinating yeah but it's really it's not as easy as it sounds because i think you because it's just so weird you give it's basically you give the information to a stranger about his naps and stuff and then they give you advice about what to do and then i don't know i don't know how it would work but basically i need outside help now because he's just he's impossible he's impossible and i haven't slept in so long um properly like for more than a few hours at a time and he's 11 months now so it's like it's it's vital that he starts sleeping for more than a couple of hours at a time mm-hmm. and um yeah so i think i'm actually going to bite the bullet and and get some help even though it's so expensive but i think it's worth it I think that's really worth it because if you're mm. learning a lesson that's going to then be implemented into your life, that's that's not a quick fix. That's a really long term solution. That's really yeah. responsible. I just feel though with it because our way of growing up was you know we co slept and stuff with our mum, and that's exactly what I've done because it just makes life so much easier. I totally understand why she did that with us, um, and I wouldn't have taken I wouldn't take it back for anything. Sleeping with them, I love it. It's just been such a bonding thing. At the same time, I just i don't believe it will work i can't i just have such respect for mothers and fathers who get their kid into a car i just don't understand how they do it yeah and then just leave the room and like with uh, young children if they're crying or being like no no, no i don't want to go to sleep being able to just shut the door and say go to bed like that's incredible. i just don't understand i i i still i will i i i i know i won't be able to leave the baby crying mm-hmm. I, I, I there's just no way well i find it really difficult to um to te- to discipline when say Margot is crying mm. you know even if she's done something slightly wrong for example she had a sleepover at my flat a few times when you were away in Serbia and the second time um our mom and was was there helping me and we needed to wash their hair for the sc- for school the next day I washed Johnny's hair while my mom uh, our mom sorry ours ours hey um fucking bitches who don't like us calling her mummy yeah just fuck off fuck off honestly fuck off like get out you're not part of the club anymore Mm -hmm. um she was washing margo's hair the second that she clocked that i wasn't like paying her the special attention because she you know likes playing up to our little like girly auntie niece bond she freaked out said that she got soap in her ear which was a complete lie and then made up this whole like dramatic tale of how she doesn't like getting water in her ears and how she's terrified and started screaming and the walls in my flat block are so thin that i just knew that the neighbors and stuff were going to start complaining soon and our mum was so good and she said you have to leave you you can't give in to this behavior mm. but the second that she left and margaret calmed down and she was crying with me and stuff like that it's so difficult to maintain that authority mm. because I just want her to stop being so annoying and crying and just be like it's okay it's okay but the second that you are actually disciplined she's not nice anymore like she gets all mean to you and stuff mm. like that and I just I just don't know how you do it no, I don't do it that's the problem I'm I'm not a good authority disciplinarian and it's actually it's 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 gone too far now it's because they know that we it's because children like animals can sense if you are like a boss or like an alpha Mm. and i don't think that we give off threatening energy at all they know that they can they can run miles around us well i it's it's really bad because she's so i think she's quite clever and she's able to kind of play me so well yeah so even this morning when she was getting ready for school she refused to wear the same the outfit that she was meant to wear and so i had to get up alfie because i just couldn't deal with it no it's just a nightmare i i I just don't know how to. How how are you going to cope if she 
what what parts of you as a young woman um, and a young girl and teenager and stuff do you want her to have and what parts do you not want her to have? She already, and you know this, she's so controlling. Yeah. So she has to be in control of every single aspect of her outfit and her hair and the way she does certain things. And um, that's definitely from me. So I would like that to kind of ease. The parts that I would like her to have, which she's starting to do, is to have a f- passion. And so she's... You know, she's likes writing and drawing and she started making little storybooks and stuff. And like that, sitting, being able to sit at a desk for ages and to create her own story. And oh, it's so sweet. I that really, really so want nice. her to get into I really want her to have interests that aren't just about, you know, how she looks and stuff. And makeup. And, and makeup. I know. Yeah, she said to me yesterday, Mummy, um, I really want to go to the hairdresser. Uh, why? Why do you want to go to the hairdresser? Because I want my hair to be straight. Just so weird. It's so it's so weird. I know, but yeah. Okay, what else do you want to accomplish or like do this week? I want to um, actually do some exercise. <laughs> well, you can I have my gym membership. I have not. I have not been exercising. Who who's exercising? Come I, on, guys. Let's be honest I right am. now. Who's who's actually I am working to combat out? My low mo- combat my low mood. We I all am. got into doing home workouts during lockdown. Okay, and Pam, then lockdown Pamela Reef, to big ease, up Pamela Reef. and we were focusing on getting our lives back together, socialising. You know, getting to grips with 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 the new world. And now, I'm sorry, who's working out? Who's working out? Because I'm not. Okay, and I I need to know who actually is. I am. Yeah, I you am. don't count. Okay, you yeah. do not count because you work out all the time anyway. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna try and um. I love how you Actually, say work out, work out. I'm going to try and use some of those weights that I bought from Argos um, months ago and had to Do carry the back. Pamela Reef. Yeah, the Pamela Reef. Pamela Reef yeah. is so good. I, like, I fucking love her. I mean, she's had too much surgery for a 24-year-old, but she's great. Was she 24? She's only 24. Oh, my God. I know. She might be older now, but and also I, she might not have had surgery. That might be just really bitchy of me, but she's just very pristine. I like the Blogilates, um weightless. Blogilates, yeah. She was big, big, big uh, Pilates. Or my pop Pilates? No, no, no. Yeah, she um, she was one of the first YouTubers to do like uh home workouts. She's really, really great. Okay, great. She's had a lot of backlash for some reason. I don't really know why, but too she much Pilates. <laughs> too much Pilates, you know. Anyway, um, she does it. <laughs> we are. We're just. <laughs> I'm on fire. <laughs> on fire. Oh, hey. Wait, wait for our bit about 9-11. Um, oh, anyway, there's a weightless arm workout and uh, it's 15 minutes and the challenge is that you don't drop your arms for the whole video and it is unbelievably good. I don't like workouts like that. I just like straight to the point. That's why Pamela Reef is so good. No talking, just songs. 30 seconds on, straight to the next one. Basic. So good. So good. Anyway, I've said swimming to combat my low moods because you know I'm a sea person so I need to be in the water. Um, and yeah, it's great. It's just something different. I think anything different triggers, obviously d- triggers different brain pathways and it makes you feel a bit better. So it's horrible going swimming. It's horrible. Like who wants to be Who enjoys a length? Uh, no one, but it does, it's something about the distance and it makes me feel better. And cause I've run for so many years and I just don't want to do that anymore. It's just, it's so good. Anyway, honestly, I'm by the end of the week, you're going to be coming swimming with me. Oh, I think it'd be so fun. Oh God, no, I hate swimming. Hate swimming. Oh, no, but it's just, it really, it's so different for us to do. It's mm. just so nice. So, so nice. tell us about your working experience while you were in Serbia. Oh, see, another question. We'd be so good at asking questions. But you have had more interview experience than me, you know? <laughs> exactly. Um, I, 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 I'm very lucky to have got some acting work because they are, what's the, what's the phrase? Few and far between. Two a penny. 
to a penny would imply that there are um, a lot. lot. <laughs> right, they're not to a penny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Especially for us, not to a penny. Yeah. Uh, not to a pound. I'll whip up some more. <laughs> Because when we had to try and get a thing out of a mic, that's we why didn't we have don't. a screwdriver, so we genuinely thought a whisk would work. You know, I'm industrious. Is that a word? Anyway, um, yeah, had <laughs> <laughs> a good time in Serbia doing a period crime drama, which Very I'm not exciting. allowed to tell the name of because it's top secret. Um, it's not even top secret, but I'm just pretending it is because I want it to seem yeah a bigger job than it was. Like when you <laughs> see people on Instagram or on Twitter, like. Um, like humble bragging about the fact that they've had to sign an NDA. Oh my God, I just had to sign an NDA for something. He's like, yeah, yeah, fucking, yeah, we get it. You're auditioning for a Marvel film, loser. They're all fucking Marvel and they're all shit. I'm sorry, they're all shit. Well, I feel like the, yeah, the later, the later Marvel films have been very shit. So bad, so bad. And the series, the Loki series, mm. Jesus Christ. That is <laughs> We talked a lot about Tom Hiddleston. We did, we talked too him. much. We did, we talked too much about the Tom Hiddleston episode. <laughs> Tom Hiddleston <laughs> just brings bad energy. He really brings an evil energy into any conversation. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, we're was, dropping that. It was fine. It was fine. I, I'm very lucky to have got the acting work. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It was, I was playing myself in period costume with just some smaller period glasses and a funny hat. <laughs> so it's not stretching for me. And I have now accepted my typecast as the slightly chubby loser. Uh, which is fine. Like in one, I mean, that's insane that you are classed as a chubby person. Yeah, I mean, that's it just is. inaccurate, isn't it? Well, no, I mean, it's when you look at your size compared mm-hmm. to most working actresses. Like, I am, I am bigger. That's insane. I don't I know. think that you are. I, I think I am. I think I am. It's terrifying. It's actually terrifying. They're also narrow. Yeah, actresses <laughs> are fucking narrow. Shit, it doesn't make any sense. Their bones are smaller. They're just smaller bones. They're small. Like in this corset, I was they thinking of the lead small. actress, and I was like, how are you so small? They are small. Not that we're not small as well, and we're not making any kind of a value judgment here, but it yeah. is interesting to note that when you meet an actress in real life, you know how if you've ever seen a celeb in real life, you've always been shocked at how tiny small. they are. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Amelia Clark crossing the street, and I'm, she was small anyway, but honestly, I was like, that's a child. You need a microscope. I saw Jenna Coleman in the street, and I was like, Jenna, you're so small. I had to zoom in. Yeah, it's tiny. Oh, Jellycom is tiny, 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 tiny. tiny. They're made of smaller. Um, they're made of smaller blueprints. Yeah. There's just... a God had a separate day for when he was creating the actresses. They ate. <laughs> really, really, just little, little bodies, little narrow, little women. Yeah, no, it's fine. I, I, I'm, I'm like happy to not be. I, I like acting and stuff, but I find it quite um, uh, difficult in lots of ways. I, I, and I really miss the kids a mm. lot, and I, I. I I now really like being at home and I miss their like first week at school and stuff like that. So um, I, I would I would I would like to try and find a way of uh, just keeping the acting jobs I get to, you know, the, the couple of lines here and there. I like that. Mm-hmm. It's a nice way to be. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I, my aims aren't I'm not I don't have huge aspirations in that world anymore, which is nice. I, I mean, I know that's I, that probably is a defensive thing and I probably do. I mean, I wouldn't say no. I wouldn't say no to a bigger role. <laughs> But I don't really mind having the kind of like little parts. So this was a bit of a stretch for me because it was a, a massive part. Yeah. An absolutely massive. A meaty role. A huge role a in a Marvel film. <laughs> which I had to sign an NDA for. You know, period period crime drama Marvel film. Did That's you what enjoy I was wearing a corset? Absolutely not. Horrible things. 
you I wore one for love, ages I why did you did you get it really tight on Victoria? oh yeah, yeah yeah big time big time but i didn't realize uh that having any form of a boob any form of a oh, over a b or a c cup a corset you think it's going to be fun but actually you just have a scarf you just have an, a boob scarf <laughs> and it does it really really shortens the length of your neck and it's not hot and you can't um, wear a bra you can't wear, of course you can't wear a bra mm. i mean of course it is a bra um, but it's not really a bra because it's just the corset is halfway through your boobs. So it's just kind of like your boobs are just... They're just, it's a shelf. It's, it's a, a shelf, shelf of your boob yeah. if you really think about it. Um, and I just, I, I really enjoyed wearing a corset because of the challenge of it. Yeah. Um, but you can't sit down. You can't sit down. I'm probably remembering it with rose tinted glasses because I know it was annoying as hell. Going to the toilet in a portaloo is mm-hmm. like, it's impossible. But I just, I, I've always loved uh, sort of historical clothing and stuff. So I always found it really exciting, romantic wearing a corset and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, do you remember Great Expectations? Because that wasn't corset era. Mm-hmm. And it was the worst era in a way because it was just the A-line, yeah, which yeah. is not flattering for yeah, our shapes. Yeah, 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 so you yeah, have yeah. like a little bit under your boob mm-hmm. and then it just goes all out. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, that it because they had uh, thinner materials, you had to wear like loads of layers. So mm. like you just have like a lot of bulk going on there. It's too much, too mm-hmm. much. Anyway, yeah. So what what do you think <laughs> you have been surprised by most by doing a, a stand-up gig? Um, well, I've been planning it for a long time and writing for a long time. Um, and obviously I've done lots of comedy with you, but I think what Can I Can you just please tell the story of when you decided to book it in though? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, basically, basically. I, I'm doing uh, work in progress shows um, in November mm-hmm. at Two North Down, um, a half an hour split bill. Uh, with Alfie and then half an hour of my own material plus the first show um, with a special mystery guest because Alfie can't do it because he's doing his uh, Soho runs. But um, what are the, we have to, we'll put the dates underneath We'll put it. the dates underneath. The first one is November the 11th. Ooh. So I've been working towards that for a while, but even though I'm not really viewing myself as a stand-up um, and this material I don't really feel as stand-up, it's more of a one-woman show, i.e. just a cry for help in general. But um, stand-up is the the way that you, um, it's such a great exercise for anyone if they wanna get more comfortable with public speaking and confidence and um, essentially just a way to test out your own writing. And the way that you feel good after a really good meeting or interview or audition or something like that where you feel you've represented yourself well and you've put yourself out there, you exist. I felt like that after doing it, even though I completely had a freak out, I felt like, wow, I put myself out there in the world and that's a really nice feeling to experience. But basically, I've been too scared to book one for ages, and I was away for a little while. But I was doing holiday. <laughs> I didn't want on to my talk trip about. that Jesse just didn't want to ask me any questions about last time. <laughs> anyway, um, after I got back, me and Horatio were writing together in a coffee shop, and I've got all these pages and stuff of all my writing. But then he was like, "So, what's your five minute set?" And I thought briefly about what could be in the five minutes that like an intro and stuff like that but I was writing for a longer structure I hadn't even thought of what that five minute set would be and the second that he asked me that question and I realized you know the reality of the situation like what I would have to do and actually get up on stage I had a complete meltdown hyperventilated panic attack genuinely was like breathing into his chest right by old street station and i was like i'm never gonna do stand-up i'm never gonna do stand-up and i was being so horrible and mental but then he had a meeting to go to and i begged him to let me um come with him because i didn't want to leave it on a bad note because i hate leaving on a fight and while he was having a meeting genuinely i i had a manic upswing all this burst of energy suddenly and i was looking up this open mic blog and i started like 
trying to book all of these dates and I literally mouthed over to him from across the room while he was doing his meeting. <laughs> He's just seen me hyperventilating and crying, saying, I'm never gonna do stand-up comedy. I don't wanna talk about my personal life. I don't wanna talk about my family. Literally 20 minutes later, I was like, um, babe, so have you done Fast School of Dancing? Yeah, I'm performing there tonight. Sorry, bye. <laughs> like, it was just, I was not in a sane way, but eventually I did book this one for five days in the future. And then by the time I got there, um, I was obviously feeling a lot more calm and I sorted myself out and it, it was just all goes fine. to show if you book something in and you having have a deadline, a deadline. Is, is really really important and thank god I had that crazy episode because it meant that I actually booked it and now I feel really excited about the whole mm. process and it is I it is completely addictive yeah totally you can see how people get completely addicted to what doing was it. what was your first um foray what was your first stand-up gig and like why did you do it I did it out of desperation I think I I was I was similar age I think I was a little bit younger and okay, bitch. I was just a little bit younger. Um, no, I okay. think I was, I was, I was 23 and I was not twerking as an actress. I had started writing and I had done YouTube videos, obviously, because all of them have been with you. <laughs> and I was just really needing to do something different. And I hadn't even contemplated doing Edinburgh, but I did. Yeah, there was an industry showcase at my agency and we all had to perform and I did five minutes and I completely, I forgot everything. And I'm so impressed that you you had written something. I kind of, I'd written a story about rejection from a boy, but I had, I forgot it. And I had a tin of Vaseline in my pocket. And I remember just improvising with this tin of Vaseline. I essentially did clowning. I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know it was clowning, but I'm gonna just own it as clowning. That's and I just was. know people in the industry are pretentious enough to have believed when they saw you clowning with this pot of Vaseline that they they probably were thinking in their heads like, wow, I wonder which uh, French clown school this this amazing girl went to. No, but to. I really <laughs> wanted to go there to the French clown school, but then I realized I would have just found it so pretentious the whole oh, thing. Do yeah. you know what I wore? Do you remember that video I did with the I Love London jumpers, hoodies? Yeah. The green ones, I wore that hoodie. No, <laughs> I Love London hoodie. <laughs> extra extra large one god you were having such a real quirky phase yeah. that was such a really quirky phase genuinely with, with quirky. tights tights and my pink night trainers and a huge extra large green i love london hoodie yeah um, with the hood up nice oh yeah yeah <laughs> you need the hood up you need the hood up just to complete the look but um, no i i i i would love to be able to do stand up so i'm i'm Jessie, i would I mean, love to live vicariously through you 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 that. did do stand up i know yes, that I you know, don't view yourself as, as a stand up but you genuinely did and i think part of the reason why i've also put it off for a long time and i've always loved performing with you and i've loved um acting and stuff like that but i've always been kind of shy around the comedy thing despite being in the comedy world for such a long time is because it's really difficult when people compare us so much anyway and like put us together so much to come out there and be like, hi, I'm BB, you know, Cave or whatever. And to know that some people are gonna instantly be like, oh, wow, this is um, uh, <laughs> this is the discount version of Jesse Cave, obviously. And to not write material that's similar to your style because you have such a distinctive voice that's shaped me in so many ways that I never want to kind of like, um, sort of like tiptoe on your territory type of thing because I wouldn't do it as well as you. I'm not the same as you at all. And, but yet you've inspired me in um, so many ways. So it's really difficult to- I think it's impossible. To, to nail um, that, but also to discover that you know, like every person has their own voice is really exciting. And I think I, I'm starting to figure that out It's now. gonna be really awkward though, if you did do something that's really similar to my mm. things, and then what do I, do I say anything? Oh, of course, I would always want you to say something. No, but I don't know if I should, cause it's just like, you know. I don't think it is that similar to be honest. No, of course not. But imagine if it was, I, I don't know if I would say something. 
also, it will be for the first, it might inevitably be for the first few months of you doing it, but then you'll find your own way. It's impossible not to be influenced by people you have worked with or you, you've watched. Yeah. And like, you see so many people, like I, I know so many comedians who are almost a, co- a carbon copy of other comedians. Exactly, and it's okay. And you don't judge them for it. I think that we honestly- I do judge them for it. And, and I get really annoyed by it. But if they continue to do that for years, mm-hmm. that's not okay. Yeah. If they do it at the beginning when they're formative, they're trying different things, that's fine. Mm. You know, there's a, there was definitely a period of time where I remember going to watch things and people would all say the same things. There was a group of comedians that we knew and they were very up and coming and very cool. And they would lot, even do the same like type of characters and same accents. characters, yeah. same accents, and they would, it would, it would just. I would watch them and I'd be like, but that could have been this person. What are you doing? I guess in that case, their work bleeds into each other. Whereas with ours, we've always worked together, so we have an incredibly sense, similar sense of humor and and mm. way of being. Um, Although I think yours is yours is different, and I, I I can't wait to see you because I reckon that you're, uh, it's you're you're a little bit, a bit harder in certain ways, a little bit m- more like. Um, I don't want to use the word sassy, but like just a bit cooler than That's me. That's very sweet. Uh, so I, I think it'll be great. So I want everyone to come and see you. Although yeah. you don't want too many people to come and see you on the 11th because you want it to be like... Yeah, no, no, yeah, no. So. But it was nice as well to perform and like to, to just have um, random strangers there, you know, rather than like people who watch the podcast or anything like that. It was yeah. nice to... Um, to be judged fairly. Yeah, totally. And I did, I mean, I fully, fully forgot what I was saying for like a... What felt like 10 minutes. I felt like I sank to the bottom of the ocean and had to like find my way back up. But Horatio actually said it was only about 10 seconds, so... Should we good. talk about what we want our rules to be for this? So that's... Manifesto, what, should, we, podcast should we pretend it? this is like a series... No, not a series, like this is phase two. This is phase two. Or maybe phase like four. Yeah, we have had a bunch of different, different stages, phases, haven't we? Yeah. And we might not even stay here. No, we're not going to stay here. We're not going to stay here. This is just going to be for uh, like a few episodes. This is our temporary shelter while we find a new home for the podcast, which will be with a better like camera setup and all that. Yeah. I think we might have to fucking rent some, like not rent somewhere, but like, you know, hire somewhere. Mm. We can't afford it, Jesse. Can't afford it. Thank you though for, if you're a Patreon. Thank you, (laughs) Patreon. Rely on your fucking money. We we'll, 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 we'll pay you back. We'll pay you back. We'll pay you back with really good content, we promise. Although, you know, I support people on Patreon who I just like and I yeah. don't expect anything. So hopefully you're the same, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you do want to unsubscribe from being you're Patreon, free you're free to. You're, you're free, free to. to. There's no nothing keeping you here. Just know that you're going to be taking food directly out of Jesse's children's mouths. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just feeling the baked beans at the moment. <laughs> just okay, podcast manifesto. Okay, number one rule. Um, let's... Uh, always be positive and upbeat. I don't think that's going to be a thing that no. I think it's fine. My favorite podcast we did was mm-hmm. the one after we had just had a huge fight where I was crying. You a were little. like red in the face mm, from yeah. crying. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Good just times. so. It was just raw. Good times. It was so raw. Yeah, that was enjoyable. But I think it was because it felt so honest, and I would like to try and maintain that, even though I do. Um, veer to and from the entire time with how honest should we be how much should we be talking about personal lives how much should we be talking about things I would like to try and make this a space for us to be as honest as possible and not to worry too much about talking about things that don't matter mm-hmm. so you know I think we ha- both feel a pressure sometimes to like talk about 
what's happening and like what's current and I think in the one that we did just did which, which we haven't released it we talked you know I, I talked about Kim Kardashian's outfit at the Met Gala and like so that and I talked about 9-11 because I thought oh you know I have a story about 9 but in it obviously I didn't we didn't it wasn't we didn't need to yeah we don't need to be topical like that's not the kind of podcast this is is it no no it's not okay cool so stay true to our Lives. idea and lives and, and what we want to share you know I think not worrying so much about it not being relatable because we're talking so much about our lives mm-hmm. because inevitably it will be relatable because we're you know we're 34 we're 24 we're in this industry it's difficult it's hopefully going to be relatable for people people who and even people who aren't in the industry um I think that there's you know people who may be mothers or you know not knowing what they're doing in their 20s. You know, not that you don't know what you're doing in your 20s, but you know, you, you definitely have. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it's relatable on some level. So yeah. not worrying too much. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, rule number two. Um, oh, I thought that was number two. What was number one? The, the oh, positive, positive and I beat one and you yeah. said no to that one. So we've yeah, yeah. crossed that, that one through. That. Okay, so number two. Number two, um, I think no more... Um, we we either decide that we're going to do the podcast or not. So no more like, oh, maybe we should stop the podcast. Like, yeah. we, we, we we don't... Um, we're chained to it. We're chained to it now. No more like, <laughs> oh, let's quit the podcast. Because I know yeah. we do that together a lot when we have a fight. We're like, okay, well, we're not going to do it anymore. Yeah. We now, we can't say that as a... As a, as a as a threat anymore. Yeah, definitely. I think mm. that's a good a good note just to know that we're committed. Like, and we, we can't get divorced. Back. We can't, can't get divorced. Exactly. You can't get divorced from family. They asked me what divorce was yesterday and Mar- Margo asked what divorce was. Um, and Donnie replied, um, it's when you don't love each other anymore. <laughs> you know, Margot asked me about um, sleeping in the same bed the other day. What did she say? She, um, she, she was falling asleep. This is when she had the sleepover, and this is after she'd been a very naughty girl. Mm. And I'd sort of, I told her off, but we'd also, I'd forgiven her because she'd apologised and stuff, so we read a book. And then as we were falling asleep, she, um, Donnie and her were giggling about something, and then she told me that she has a boyfriend. Oh, God. <laughs> This guy from her old school, and she was like, "Yeah, I go on the train to go see him, and we go on dates, and we sleep in the same bed." <laughs> and I was like, "No, you don't." And she was like, "Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, we do." She's five. I know. Oh my god. Yeah. She's now got a new boyfriend. She says this boy in her class, and Donny as she only told me yesterday. Donnie only let it slip yesterday. He was like, Margot has a new boyfriend. What the hell is going on? It's because I let them watch Friends. Exactly. I think it's because of Friends. It's fine, because I told her that's completely inappropriate. Do not ever say that to me. I think it's just because, you know. I don't let them watch any episodes of Friends where I know there's sex in it. It's Mm. only the ones, you know, with the monkey or something. Yeah. Um. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. Okay, uh, rule rule four. Um, To be more to be less worried as about the quality of patreon content but to be more regular and consistent with patreon content good idea so i'm gonna do way more blog entries and stuff like that because i really enjoy it and because i write my fucking diary every day anyway yeah exactly might as well gonna share it might as well and i think that we just being less vain about it you know and we're gonna do more live streams on instagram and patreon streams um because i i watched them so why don't we do them more? Yeah, it's Tights. so crazy. Okay, so, cool. I think those are good rules. Yeah, good rules. And I think that I think we should change the day up. I think we should just be more fluid with the day. Yeah. If we do one and we want to put it out that day, 
Put it out that day, baby. Totally. So, you know, don't expect it every Thursday, potentially. It might come on it a might Monday. Come, it, might not, it might not, but it's going to be here. Yeah? So get used to it. Hold on to your hats. And Ow. also, I think another new rule should be be less, what, I keep saying worried, sorry. Be more proud about um, promoting things that we're doing. Yeah? For sure. So, November 11th, come see BB at 2 North Down at 7 p.m. You can buy tickets on 2northdown.com. Just search BBK 2 North Down. It's not that difficult. I'll announce who's performing with me soon. And we are going to be doing two or three, I don't know if it's two or three, live podcasts at the most lovely venue, 21 Soho, um, right in Soho Square. Christmassy themed. Christmassy themed. We're gonna dress up hugely. I'm Big out, really tits out, tits out. Maybe Bibi's gonna wear a corset and have the shelf. Yeah, the um, boob shelf. Whoop. And we're gonna be doing three live podcasts which are gonna be like party fun things. We might even have a couple of guests if we yeah, get around know. to it. If we get lucky. Um, and we want people to come. So I don't know the dates, I can't remember the dates, but they're in November and December, aren't they? Or are they in December? November, November and December. Yeah, so look up 21soho.com and then just search our names. And you must come. For and, sure. It's going to be please, great. Please bring a friend. It's going to be a party. Bring a friend. It's going to be a party. Bring a couple of friends. Bring a couple of friends. Have friends. If you have friends. Bring a couple don't worry if you don't have friends. friends. I don't have any friends. It's fine. <laughs> bring them. So that'd be nice. Yeah, so I'm going to be less fucking embarrassed about saying, please buy my book. Please come to your show. Mm. You know. Please. Exactly. I'm just going to be one of those cool girls. I think it's also interesting because um, because we both know so many people in the creative industries and stuff like that and you see people promoting their stuff and just doing things and you're like, oh God, they're doing so well. But then mm. you realise the only reason why I know or I feel like they're doing well is because they have said so. Mm -hmm. Because they have put themselves out there to be in that position to make you feel that way. They are promoting themselves. It's very rare that you just suddenly are like jealous of someone because of your your mind working on its own. It's probably because something's been presented to you mm. and then you realise you have the power to do that too. Exactly. Exactly, BB. Thank you, well Jessie. Said. Thank you. So yeah, I'm sorry that this isn't as high tech as usual and um, I hope that you enjoyed our comeback. We'll be back next week. We will be. And we'll be on Patreon doing special things this week um, and we might even do a live stream at some point from our homes. From our homes. <laughs> Wait, how long has this been? Oh, wow, 49 yes. minutes. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, there you go, cowboys. If you want to support us on Patreon, it's patreon.com forward slash cave sisters. And uh, we're going to leave you now with a, a rendition of... <laughs> <laughs> hey, with my type five. Hey, hey, so any of your fellas, uh, uh, hey, anybody <laughs> on the rowdy from... Uh, okay. That's very good, BB. Well done. Very good. Okay. I'm a comedian. <laughs> uh, I'm going to press unrecord now. Stop record. Bye. Bye. She's going crazy now. She's going crazy. Watch her now. Watch her. She's going crazy.